Hi, everybody. Welcome to Live from the Backseat. Um, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment to talk to you guys and provide just a little bit of contextual background. So today's episode is a very personal one for me, um, like excruciatingly personal. <laughs> um it's taken me a while to get this one up there just because of the, um, you know, just really personal uh, topics being discussed in this episode. It's a two part episode. Originally the conversation was supposed to just be limited to numerology and spirituality, but due to my, um, deep appreciation and just feeling of closeness to this guest um what turns out is it's an impromptu life coaching session um that you guys get to listen in so in this part one we discuss my relationship reconfiguring that took place and we talk about my spiritual journey my um spiritual journey with motherhood my birthing story like girl we get into it we get into it so it's a very um interesting episode and one that i am excited to share with you guys today but I did want to provide a little bit of context beforehand because as you'll see we jump right into the conversation um you guys get let in kind of uh you know midway to the beginning of what was a very long um coaching session and so I wanted to give you guys that background so when it starts you know what the fuck is happening so now you know um so yeah let's get into it and so when you look at relate like first of all you can't separate you got a business relationship and you had an intimate relationship they all the same when, when you start to go up into this higher level of consciousness, relationship is relationship is relationship. And that's why I'm saying nothing is ever lost. And you already saying to you what your next steps is. You, when you say get back into your work, it is. And he's still there. It is, it's you changing your perception and putting the focus back on you so that every the, the relationship period can thrive. Mm-hmm. And that dimension is just sleep right now. It's just and sleep. And, and that's, and that's, you know, that's some wise advice. Like, that's really true. That's really how I feel because, like, that's the thing I was thinking about how I was, like, he got the message from that and I picked it up on the, I, I was, I felt the vibration. You vibe, like, but it, you ain't I was like, oh, child. I was like, oh, I feel it coming towards me. And then I was like, I heard, I felt it too. I knew what it was, but I was like, no, I was like maybe not. Maybe and I could you couldn't it. articulate it because it and, wasn't your well, word. You could just feel it, and he had to do the thing. And and like you said, I know my own power. So of course I'm sitting here like I feel the vibe. Maybe I can manifest. I'm like maybe I can manifest. Maybe I can maybe do I a little shift this real quick. Let me shift this because I feel something coming. Let me. I'm like, let me go look and let me shift this. I'm like maybe I can. Maybe I can do spiritual you know what I'm saying and I realized today after it happened after we like had this loving caring part ways you know it's so crazy but like every time we break up we get closer yeah. every time me and him break up we become that much but more bonded and closer 
in college when we first met we had a one night stand we messed around a few times we're like nah this ain't it became closer friends instantly like <laughs> this happened like we got together we actually broke up once before this like in April closer automatically like yeah, you are each other's muses. And if you look up the word muse, right, yes. it's something that you can focus your attention on that brings out the best in you. And, and so... say that because that's what he'll always say. People, he'll be like, Simone was my first muse. He'll always say that to people when they're like, who, like, who is she? Like, who is she? Like, yeah. One, she was my first And is that... And then so you just pause, right? And that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a, it, like when you really sit with that, that's what I mean about taking time to feel and go sentence by sentence, line by line with the words that you're saying to each other, to yourself, because just like you was able to decode the numbers, right? You have a decode. I way to show you that. Oh yeah, my you God. can decode. You know, those numbers are, are further information for you to decode the conversation. So if you got five, five, five changes in transition and then you're already doing this feeling work, not trying to fix, but you take some time every day to let your mind just go, go, go until it simmers. Like that's an actual practice. Let it go, 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 go. Like that's really. And, and then and when it simmers, you and can right. hear. And you're right, because you know what, when I was going through my last, when I was at the beginning of my last spiritual transformation, I was heavy in meditation. Like, I was heavy, like, meditator. Very consistent, every day, heavy, like, like, I would be, like, shut down all phones. I had no Wi-Fi in my house. Like, I was, <laughs> you feel me? And then I got off of it. And then I've been feeling this calling again of like, you really need to start doing that again. But it's, of course, I'm out of practice, right? Because I don't, now I meditate here and there and sporadically, I can't do it for long. And you know what I mean? Because I'm out of, I'm out of shape with it. And I was thinking, I was like, I was like, I know I'm about to go through. Like, I've been feeling for months, like I'm entering another spiritual episode. Yep. It's a new like, episode. And I knew, and I knew literally before this year even happened, because for the past three years, I've been manifesting 2020 as my spiritual, like, I got the message years ago that 2020 was going to be the year for me. It's been, I had it written down on pieces of the paper, like detailed, like I know that this year is the year that like curses will come to a crash and like change is in my life. I did not know it was going to be this traumatic, but <laughs> like I was not prepared for the way it unfolded. But nevertheless, I'm yeah, like, so you, so it's time to go back to it's time to go back to what you wrote um, about that's, this that's year. I, I was like, it's, this is God's way of saying, not nah, girl, don't get happy and get away from the plan. Get back to the plan. Your five, you a year three of the five year plan. Go ahead and get back to that. And that's why, and that's why you can, and so that's why, it's, and that's why it's important um, to yield to your soul's transformation. It's so good that you notice when you come in, going in, and you going out. Because before, I know before all of this information was available, more readily available to us and widely shared. That was just called the mental health breakdown. Yeah, I used to feel I've I've actually because I've I've always been very intuitive. So for me, like I started noticing the signs and patterns like uh, as early as like 13 of like realizing like like by like 13 I was kind of like now of course I did have my depression and shit on set at 11 you know what I mean so you but yeah I by like 13 I started like realizing when like okay like maybe not 13 maybe 13 is when it happened but like let's say like 15 16 it's like okay wait 
what I experience in terms of discomfort and agony and pain and whatever at 11, 12, 13, that was me entering into a spiritual level up. That's why it hurt so goddamn bad. Yeah. I was like, okay. Then I remembered it again when it at happened 15. at 17. At 17. It happened at 17. And then, but at 17, I recognized it and I was like, fuck. I'm entering another again. But then and at then, 17, you don't you don't necessarily have all the tools, but you just got to sit there and watch your head. At 17, I have no tools how to cope with it. Yeah. And so, of course, the coping is very poor <laughs> and self-destructive. By 19, I've they come closer two, and for, they more closer. Well, not, well, yep. by, by, 19, by 19, I've now experienced two rapes. I've experienced a sexual assault. I've left school because of it. Um, I've powered through my last semester to still get good grades in the midst of these things. I've fallen in love and met my baby, like me and my baby father have gotten together, which was like the, like a huge, like, you know, that was a soulmate, like huge collision of just like, we're back. <laughs> You're for a thousand and one times. You ready for this go around? Like, that's really how it feels when we met, when we met each other and how we feel about like our connection. It's literally like, like we say all the time when we're fighting, we can just really hope in the next life we can miss each other. And it's like, you know, damn well we won't, sir. Like, both of us. Like, if I'm like, I hope in the next life I don't run into you. He's like, you and I both know, baby mama. I'm gonna be there in the next life too, and I'm like, I really can't stand you, but I know it's true. Like, it's yeah, no, you will be. I know. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, so then that happened, and it's like that was that's when I got into therapy because after I got raped, it was like I have no choice now but to go to therapy. Like, I already have mad trauma and PTSD because my parents' super traumatic fucking marriage. Like, and there are two divorces. And like, yes, my parents divorced twice. Divorced, didn't sign the papers, got back together, then divorced again. <laughs> With affairs in between, like, you know, all types of shit in between. So I'm just like, at that one, he's like, okay, I have to go to fucking therapy. <laughs> like, bitch, you know what I mean? But then it's like, it's crazy because then it's like 19 through like 20. Like, 1920 was really hard for me, but really joyful. And I remember knowing I was in a spiritual, I knew that I was in the midst of that spiritual transformation that started at 17. Because at 17, when it started, I got attacked by a demon. That's the first time I really, really, like, was like, holy shit, okay. Like, I like I remember the physical feeling of what it feels like to be attacked by a demon. And that was at 17. And I remember it being, that was like a time in my life where I was kind of like, the closer I get to God, basically, you know, the more I'm like, you know what, God, like, I'm going to start listening. <laughs> you know, we're like, you know, maybe you want to something. Like, right, right. <laughs> and the devil be like, <laughs> what's up? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. I'm so, now, now it's so funny because now I can also feel when that shit's happening and I'm like, you can just sit down today. Not today. I'm just trying to go over there. I rebuke you. No. no. Um, so like I at 19 was like, okay, this is part of that. Like that started. Now I'm at a pivotal point in that. I learned how to be happy in the midst of severe mental illness and instability. Like, PTSD that's like like 
I could not sleep. I could not do anything alone. Like it was very physical for very many years and just a very horrible experience um, from that sense. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like I realized it. And then 21, 22, like the probably some of the hardest years of my life because in terms of like transformation and like, and then me and my baby father, and, you know, we were fighting and we started getting toxic and abusive. And, and then that's when I turned to just like, I started like reading about Buddhism and shit and getting more into like finding, like I've always been Christian and Catholic, but I was like, you know, let me kind of find, like really find my understanding. Cause up to that point I prayed and I believed in God and Jesus, but I was very like, I don't really want to talk about spirit. Like, you know, like, 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 I don't really, like, I don't know. I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, I don't trust the humans, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, turned off my dogma in a sense, right? And so then at that point, I was like, that's when I turned meditating and stuff. And then, yeah, 21, like 21, 22, and probably like 20, 21, 22 were probably the hardest years of my fucking life because I was in the midst of fucked up mental health issues. I was working crazy jobs like all the time. I was going to school. Like, I was sick all the time because I had a fucking nausea condition developed via my stress. So I was sick all the goddamn fucking time. I was having panic attacks all the goddamn fucking time. Like, I was just constantly just panicking and throwing up, panicking and throwing up. Wow. And that was, and that was, that was literally my life. And it was like crazy because I was fucking 21 or 20. So you're 20 and your body's literally decaying, like, you're under so much that to the point that your body's literally like, I cannot function beyond what, like I'm driving to work. I'm pulling over to vomit project regularly just to be able to get to work to maybe be calm for it. You know what I'm saying? To like have a panic attack in the bathroom, vomit some more. <laughs> and like, it was just, but like in between there were all these like little breaks of like moments that I would get clarity and like be on my shit. You know what I mean? I could just never get stable. And of course I was also attached to my baby father and he's extremely volatile. So it's like two volatile Aquarius. And that's the thing. My baby father and this guy, both Aquarius were all a week apart from each other. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we're all born a week apart. Um, so just like super volatile and then it's like but I knew in that time I was like I have to be going through some transformation 22 comes me and my baby father had broken up we got back together we brashly plan a pregnancy have a baby and get pregnant and the minute we get pregnant like it's like God brought us together just to do that because the minute that baby was conceived back to fighting back to terrible back to you know what I mean it like took a turn for the worse and literally the, I tell people like my journey with motherhood is so spiritual because three days before I found out I was pregnant I fell to my knees and I prayed and committed to myself to God like I'd never done before and I literally was I just was in so much pain that I was I remember just being like my actual prayer just being like, if you can help me make sense of everything I've been through up until this point, and if you can just give me some clarity on why I have been victimized and traumatized and attacked, it like viciously, repeatedly, 
if you can just explain to me why I've been through these things and if you can just give me some clarity on why I've also had to go through these things feeling so isolated from all my friends and peers. Like, everybody's on this shit. Like, they just want to club and do this and da da da. And it's not that I don't enjoy those things, but it's like, okay. I was, I was, I can't. I was totally going in another journey and another, and I was like, but it's, especially at 22, it's like the most scary, isolating feeling in the fucking world that, like, they call it the, you're approaching the mid midlife crisis. Yeah. And it was the scariest feeling in the world, though, because all my friends are still, like, I've always been a little bit ahead of my friends. So I'm always the one who, like, goes through shit, like, three years early, and then they go through it, and I'm who they come to for advice. Right? So, like, I'm always, I always play that big, that big sister, mother, nurture, guide role, because I always go through it first by myself. And literally, like, I pray to God, I literally remember, like, breaking down, like, never before, and talking to God, like, never before, and opening myself up, and I literally just said, God, if you can give me some clarity on why I have felt isolated like this, why I have been victimized like this, why I've been attacked like this, like, if you just give me some fucking clarity here, I was like, I will like I I literally like one you have whatever you want from me <laughs> like I will serve you for the my soul's entire eternity like you got it okay like you know I've always been dedicated to you but like you really got it now okay like you got it got it okay I'm gonna give you before you, you before you go on I want to say um just as I'm hearing you talk. And, and so you do understand about the various lifetimes that our souls travel. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. understand how um, how we bring certain energies with us. So yes. bringing in all of that understanding, you can kind of contextualize this period, this lifetime, however long you're going to be living. It's just a speck. It's just, uh, it's just one minute which I completely understand. And so literally I just, yeah, I, I begged to God. I was like, look, I'm hundred percent dedicated to you. I've never dedicated myself. Like I've never dedicated myself. Like I'm so dedicated. Please. I love you. I'm your humble servant for the rest of eternity. And maybe just, you didn't do that in other lifetimes is what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe, who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. That, that is, that was the purpose. Like there are certain things in this lifetime that you have to go to go through in order for your soul to grow. And you don't necessarily know what what your soul's evolution really is, right? You right. gotta lean into that. So, you know, all of these things are, are you just picking up. Yeah, and literally that's how, and so here's the crazy part, right? Three days later, I found out I'm pregnant automatically. Boom. Wow, God, that was quick. <laughs> but, and that was the under like so that was the reason why you went through all of that. That was I know, yeah. And because that person asked to be here through you. We choose our parents. Now, listen to this part. It gets even crazier. Me and my son have the same birthday. We were born on February 8th, 1994, 2017. The doctor who delivered him at Holy Cross Hospital, where I was born on February 8th, 1994, where he was born 23 years later, one hour and one minute after me. She was also born on February 8th, 1971, exactly 23 years before me, when I had my son on the 21st birthday. Literally, like since he's been here, like it's like he first off, he saved me spiritually. Secondly, like he like he saved my life. I literally think I would be dead if I weren't for my son. One, two, like it's so the the way it happened is too divine to be anything but divine. So literally, my mom and me and my grandmother on my mom's side 
we've all conceived our first children and birthed our first children almost like like on the calendar it's literally almost like within 20 like to the dot like in terms of how we've done it right Justin comes when Justin comes out my labor was five and a half days long the original hospital I went to did the whole young black girl thing you're gonna be in more pain you don't know what you're talking about then the dad sent me home I get to the doctor he rushes me to the hospital because he's like holy fuck baby's coming out in the water bag you've been having three to four minute apart contractions for what four and a half days (laughs) holy shit you should have never been sent home right so I get to the hospital they're like it's crazy they're breaking my water bag I have infection like he's lodged in a weird position so I gotta rotate and shit you know all that shit right he's supposed to his Justin's original due date was on his dad's birthday February 16th exactly a week after mine (laughs) that was his original due date so he comes on my birthday an hour from me with the doctor who wasn't supposed to work but her co-worker was sick so therefore she was the one who did my labor who was born on February 8th 23 years before me (laughs) right so I'm just like okay Justin comes out, he's not breathing. By the time Justin comes out, the labor's gone so long, he's not breathing, I'm convulsing, I'm like floating in and out of consciousness because I have 104 fever, he's not breathing. I'm like, grab my rosary. I have the rosary that my mom had given to me. I tell my baby father, grab my rosary, give me my rosary, and I just start praying to Mother Mary because my mom had always told me, like, you can always go to Mother Mary if you need anything, like, Mother Mary will always intercede for you. I'm consecrated to her. Mind you, I didn't know I was consecrated to her at this time, right? I'm just like, grab my rosary, give me my rosary. I start, I get my rosary. I start praying. I'm like, Mother Mary, please, like, if you just save my baby, like, whatever is sitting on him, like, causing him to not breathe, like, remove it. Like, I just pray to her, like, intercede right now. Save my son. Like, let him take a breath because I didn't, like, my pregnancy was an emotional hell. Like, it's, I literally knew I'm like the soul that's entering my body is very like he needs Intense. to be here. Like he needs to be here. Like I was born so that he could come here. So like you have to let him take a like whatever you need to do right now. I need you to come to this room and I need you to do whatever you need to do and I need you to make my baby take breath. And I was like, my baby is I was like he consecrated him to you. I was like, I consecrated him to you. Like just save my son. The minute I prayed that prayer, <gasps> Justin takes a breath. Your baby's fine. He's gonna go to the NICU. At this point, I'm delusional. So I'm like, oh, great. Uh, you know what I'm saying? At this point, I tell my baby I'm fucking delirious. And this nurse who's like three years older than me, my mom's on the phone, like, can you check for preclampsia? Because my monitor is beeping because my fever's so fucking high and I'm like shaking. And there's this like angel nurse who's just like, get me ice bags and buckets of water. I don't have time for a Tylenol, like yelling at the other nurses. Like, I don't have time for a Tylenol. Like, go get buckets of ice. And like strips me down and like covers me in head to toe in ice. Saves my life, saves my baby's life. An hour later, I'm up and I'm like, I'm going to the NICU to see my kid. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm literally like, that for me was like my wake up moment. It was already when I prayed and and like gave myself to God in like the most real way that I ever, because I'd always been close to God. Like I'd always known, like I always knew that I could talk to God whenever I wanted and I could call on God whenever I needed. And I always felt like not alone in that sense. And, and I always knew that my prayers did get answered, right? Like I didn't pray a lot as you know, like, you know what I mean? But like, I always kind of knew that, like, yeah, if I pray for it, it'll probably happen. Like, even for other people. But I didn't realize that power that I had and the connection that, like, 
Yeah, because the, the biggest dichotomy that religion teaches us is that God is out there. And right. so that's why we can't be as consistent as we know right. we could be because it's something in us that won't believe in something outside of us doing this for us, but that's what we're told and that's what we're taught. And so for me, it was like, that's when I realized, like, oh, I'm really tapped in. Like, I was like, oh, no, bitch, you really tapped in. You tapped in, tapped in. I was like, you're not getting attacked by demons and crazy shit <laughs> for no motherfucking reason, okay? And, like... And then it's like, but I look at like getting pregnant with him as like, I had this first spiritual awakening from like, like, let's say like 13 to like 21. And then I had this second that was like, boom, with when I got pregnant and became a mother instantly at 22. And then it's like, now I'm 26 and I'm like, oh, we're entering into another because, because, because I knew and that, I think that's the lesson in all this for me, like a big lesson for me. Like I knew I was entering into my sit down phase, like my settle phase, not settle, but like, you know, stable, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, I knew I was entering into my, um, I knew going into this year before 2020 hit, before 26 came, I knew I was like, I felt it coming on the horizon. I was like, you're about to go into your, like you're about to enter into that next phase of your life. Like the stable phase. Like, you're back to hit it, bitch. Right. I hit that stable phase. Now, see, the thing that I was thinking, and this is my own ego getting ahead of me, I'm thinking I've done all this spiritual work from such a young age. I've done all this inner work. I've done all this shadow work. I've really, you know what I mean? Like, I've really tapped into my fucking power, and, and I'm trying to check my ego and all that good shit. I was like, you want this next phase? Oh, it's, you're going to enter into it, but it's going to be smooth sailing because you got the tools. The difference is, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's still going to be crazy. You just have the tools now. It's still crazy. You just actually now have tools so that you're stable while it's crazy. So like, and I think that you made a good point with like, yo, you just need to, like, now you just need to hold the messages. Like, this is the time to not act on the messages. This is the time to hold the message because. And hold them and develop them. Yeah, because that's that's what it was. Is I went into this phase, kind of that I know you you get wrapped up in the knowledge. Not, I, I got I got I, I was I, I let my humility get behind me. You know what I mean? I got a little ahead of myself and and kind of walked into this phase like, oh, I know how to take like yo like who won't stop me, huh? Like nigga, and then something come up and like, then you got yeah. so so I want you to also realize that so first of all you always healing is one thing to be treated and to treat symptoms of something. And then there's another thing to heal root causes. And so when, so we are always tangling. And again, we can't help it because we're we're human and spiritual. So we're always going back and forth between the two, treating an issue and then healing it. And then the healing part, they're both going to always be in tandem. You have so many different areas of your life. So one area might be in the healing process where the other area might be in the transformation process where the other area might be just at the awakening. Right? So I, I, I look at three things. There's awakening, then there's you, you transform, right? You, you have to go through this period of now accepting, and that's the part that we might have skipped, you know, when you get to revelation. So you go straight mm-hmm. from the revelation to trying to actualize it, where there's a middle part 
which is called you have to do the work to align yourself with the revelation. And so we get caught up because we're so smart and we got it. And then and that is what gives it like, oh my God, you ain't gonna do this to me this time. Cause I already knew that. I already knew that because this number came up this time. And then before you know it, I'm like, God God be talking to me. The angel be telling me. I'm like, yeah, 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 you ain't gonna be And then your little self, your still small voice, right? So while you're still small voice, your God self is happy. They said they is shrinking like, oh, 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 that's not. That's not how we, and then it gets smaller and smaller and then it goes back to before you got the revelation and you can't find it no more because your, you know, your humility has, has just silenced it. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's just silent. So then when you find that balance between celebrating and then getting back to it celebrating and get and you gotta do them both because and if you don't celebrate it you're not acknowledging it that it came your way and even the, even if you're not like you have to know that okay I got that but you're so in tune with yourself yeah. and all those other areas like but I'm still in the uh, transformation phase in my relationships yeah. and I'm in the you well, know, and that, awakening and that's phase how you said how my, it's different. I like how you broke it down in different places because that's what I think it is for me it's like, and for him both, I think something that we both did was like, we got, when we got together, we were both in a space of like, yeah, like I'm confident, like, yeah, we're not even just like confident. Like we've overcame some shit in our separate, you know, selves. We healed some things, you know, and it was kind of like, we both were like, yeah, we going into a new phase. It was like, yeah, we can do this. You know what I'm saying? And, um, even because though the awakening like, always even though we didn't this. feel like that's true and even though because you know we didn't feel like we could do it with other people but we were like well we know we, we like but we can do this to, like us can like our bond our connection our shit like yo us yeah we can do this you know what i'm saying and this is gonna be great and um i think that it's like i think it's that it's like both of us tried to skip steps because we got so like one well you didn't try like you didn't necessarily well, well, try got, but you just wait, didn't no, know tried. that the, the step was there well no i don't I, I don't i wouldn't actually say that i think that both of us did know the step was there i will i think that genuinely deep down we did both know the step was there but we hoped and thought that because we'd done so much work in other sectors with it we could kind of like cheat code it and that the work we did in the other sectors would kind of cover compensate would 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 compensate for the skipping of the well like yeah technically i haven't fully worked on those insecurities and technically we were but like we've worked on all this other shit and we're so good everywhere else that like we should be able to we should be able to like you know hop on over that and i think that like really throughout the course of the last year like we had some amazing experience. like we went to cuba together like we like we did some amazing things together you know what i mean um and like grew so much closer and um and really like know that like we don't want to like we don't want to not have our lives have each other in them in some sense of the form right because like we're soulmates but like maybe we're not romantic partners we don't know even though actually i do believe truly we are eventually sometime i don't know when but i feel like that's in god's writing somewhere but it's like I really truly believe both of us tried to run from the little bit of work we had to do now, like the work we had to do now. And we tried to run from it. And then 
go around it by saying, okay, well, I'll run from it individually, but by proximity of us being together and the fact that we're both constantly working in other areas, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Us both working in other areas at the same time will somehow loop back into this just fixing itself in both of us. And that's, and that's and 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 right at that point is where it's very subtle. It's a very subtle shift, but that's where you have it on as yourself, and your God self is going to repel and do whatever it needs to do yeah. to get you back to where you need to be. To where you need to be, and I think that because and I and I think that because both him and I are very. It's very much in both his and I's nature to put other people like we're we're sacrificial to a point of. It not being beneficial to ourselves like that's within both our nature we're both those type of like yeah that's the addiction that like we're addicted to 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 being um that yeah we're both very like caring and also we're used to it like our both in both of our lives our families rely on us heavily for their functioning so like we also can't that's another thing we realize we also can't start a life together as a couple when you're over here dealing with your nuclear family and I'm over here dealing with my nuclear family but we're trying to find emotional availability to start something to start building something together but we can't do that because you're over here being the pillar for your nuclear family and I'm over here being the pillar for mine and both of us need to actually get to separate the fuck from that shit <laughs> and go be and you and it takes a whole separate like set of work. It's going to take a whole nother spiritual experience. It's going to take a yes. whole nother episode for you yes. to do it and for him to do it. And, and the only thing you can it. pray is that y'all doing it simultaneously. So now you have the subject. Now you have the subject of your meditation. And that's the kind of work that you have to do. You have to release the self-talk and allow that to happen like enough that. so that yeah. you can hear what you're yeah. saying to yourself. I'm about like, to write that you're, down. Give, you're giving yourself all the answers, right? But you have to sift through them and be compassionate enough to know that everything I'm saying is worth worth it. You know, everything that I'm saying is is, is pertinent to what I'm trying to do. But see, you started off the conversation trying to trying to come trying to figure out why I'm back here with the feeling that I might have done some like still with this feeling on yourself like you can't get to the bottom of it when you are not when you have not opened that space to be compassionate when you're still judging yourself so like yeah. we started it off like I should have known this I knew this I knew this but then uh, the longer I let you speak and the longer you get to listen to yourself so like you're feeling the stuff mm-hmm. now instead mm-hmm. of talking it out and putting it in categories and put now you're saying well when I was this age I felt this way I, and now you're in this moment feeling that you gotta go through that with all of yourselves and remember I I told you that's you got a whole bunch of archetypes in there. So you just revealed another archetype, which is the provider. And you've also identified that that's not what you want to be in that context. So now, so now that's another in my life to say that in that way. And that's like, whoa, you just blew my mind. Because literally when I tell you for the past year of my life, the biggest thing I've been literally saying and praying to God for is God, hello, I hate being a fucking provider. I want to be a nurturer. Fix it, Jesus. Fix it, Jesus. I've been a provider for the past six to seven years. My entire adulthood, I've been a provider. And hey, hello now. 
I don't want to really be a provider. Oh, so I'm going to give you this mastermind prayer. And um, <laughs> I, I, I mastermind this prayer every morning. And I've been masterminding it for the past two weeks. But, but there's one part in the prayer. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a, I'm going to send it to you. But the first one of the, um, it's two of them that I love to read. I'm going to read it for you word by word. Because I ain't even going to try to oh pull up. It's, it's like crazy. Wow. Wow. So real talk, I keep this, I keep this in the in the wallet. Like this is yeah. in my wallet, and I carry it when I, I go, that. when I go to oh hold up, when I go to um walk, and yeah. when I when I'm trying to carve that space out for myself. And so it's a it's a mastermind prayer, and this also goes in with numerology, vibration, and frequency of your own voice. So when you pray, when you're praying now, you also need to understand that there's an inflect, uh, inflection on your voice that also gets to the ethers. Like now you're using every ounce of your being to communicate with the God of the universe. Mm-hmm. Number one, because you talked about understanding. Yeah. Right? So one of the so one of the statements is I understand. I am master of myself. I control what I think, what I say, how I feel, and what I do. And what you do is you repeat that three times. When you repeat that three times, it's going to have different inflections because you re- it, it seems rote, but in order not to make it rote, you say it different ways on different words. And when you pray that on a consistent basis, you'll start to connect with what makes you feel joy and you'll live it with, with, without having to try. Right. So that's what put in the vibration on certain things. This is where you don't have to struggle because you use certain tools so you can give your mind a break because, you know, your voice can do the same thing that your intellect can do. It could just be, you know, intentional words. And the last one, when you talk about provider, I decide. So this is a decision that you make because you are the author of your own life experience. God just facilitates that which you desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Facilitates that which you desire is because he already, God already created you with all the desires in your heart that you're supposed to fulfill. Yeah, which is destiny. Yeah. And that's what he your destiny number, yeah. that's what your destiny number is, and that's what your soul number reveals. And your soul number... Your destiny okay, number is a number seven. I just want to put that on on you real quick. Okay. That's a number seven, and I'm gonna tell you why your five showing up short. Okay, I'm gonna be getting in there. So, um, I decide, I place my love, my my life, my loved ones, and all my affairs in the hands of God, the mighty I am presence. I place my life, my loved ones. And all my affairs in the hands of God, the mighty I am presence. That is powerful. I place, and it's three times I place my, and you see how it's hitting you something different every time. I place my life and my loved ones, the ones I say I love, and all my affairs, every last circumstance down to the breakup today. Mm -hmm. All of it. I'm placing in the hands of God the I am, I am presence, presence, right? Because the I am presence is present (laughs) in me. And as long as I continue to remind myself of that, there's no other work to do because my mind is going to automatically calibrate because that's what God promised. 
it's literally like I feel so blessed that we were able to connect during this time because no seriously because you're saying stuff that like either I've kind of thought but I needed like reassurance on or that like no one's ever I'm a words affirmation person so like words are so powerful for me I'm on words all the time like to hear (laughs) and to speak to people so to hear you say things that I've already felt and and thought but you know what I mean it's just like wow and 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 because you're picking up on because you're able to read and and, and because we you're you're picking up on all these things that like the thing I've struggled with most up until this point in my life is being present in the moment I have panic disorder yeah because you always pre- you always plan yeah. and we got a plan I was going right. right. <laughs> I have panic disorder I have fucking PTSD I'm either in the future in the past in the- <laughs> but can't never stay right here but I'm that's also a, crea- that's a creator's out. that's a creator's um, that's also that- in your numbers that's what create. so that's the human side of you yes. that you can't I can't fix it is what it is and that and I think that's what's so interesting to me that a lot of what I've realized my life work has been has been leading me to becoming more present because the more present I am the more powerful I am the more tapped in I am the more I'm able, the more the more able I'm to use my power to tap into the power I have with God and and say God I need this intercede God I need you that's all and, that's the only and, place God is God and, is nowhere else but now yeah but yeah, yes, and to and to be able to be, you know, and I, and I've been realizing I've been working on it a lot, and I've, I've definitely I feel I've made great improvements from where I started. But um, it's the one thing I constantly struggle and challenge. I mean, challenged with, and within this relationship, it's the one thing that was mirrored back to me because this time I wasn't the one who projected into the future and freaked out. I started and I caught myself, but he he couldn't catch himself. And he's like, I can't help it, right? And 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 it was and me that's back his work. And you got to be patient and hold that because somebody did it for you. Yeah. Somebody yeah. held somebody held the space for you, whether you were conscious of it or not. And you need to think back and figure out yeah. who that was because it that's couldn't have happened. True. It couldn't have happened if nobody held that space. That's how well, we all connected. He's who held that space for me. So so, so like, that's even that's even more uh, that, like that's your work that's in this thing. place. One thing that I don't gotta give it back. Because one thing I would always tell him, especially towards the beginning of our life, this is an ugly revelation. Not ugly, but a revelation for me. Like, I gotta give this person the space to figure out what the fuck I figured out. And I I can't get them any, just because I'm ready to be in a relationship and I figured it out and I mapped it out and I got that shit on paper and I know that I'm powerful. So I know we gonna be together, nigga. Jump on board, my nigga. Literally, get off the train. The train is going. It's going. And to see the that, and I'm trying. Yes, and I'm telling you because God's not the God number that I'm talking about. He's a number one, and he's the type of person my number told. I gotta learn how to follow. I don't even know how the fuck to do that. So I already know why I, we just broke up again. Well, not even broke up. I just know why we sit because and see, yeah. he's the type of person with his number, and see, he doesn't even understand how his stuff works yet. So I gotta wait. I know what type of number he and that, see that's that's what we get for seeking so far ahead. And I'm and you're right. And I'm so glad you just pointed that out to me because 
I would have never fucking caught that if he didn't point that shit out. <laughs> Who the fuck held the space for you? Well, damn, that's a good motherfucking point. Because really, the whole beginning of our relationship, everything, and not even just the beginning, like, when I tell people, like, part of the well, how, like, why do you, like, why do you, why him, you know, like, why, like, I'm like, because he feels like He's home. your teacher. He's your teacher. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I literally, think, I'm like, this is literally how I described it when I couldn't figure out how to describe it. I was like, he feels like home with him being present feels natural. It doesn't feel that way anywhere else in my life. With my own child, I struggle deeply at Me being too. present. Me too. Me too. So I'm telling you, like, this is, <laughs> this is why, so this is where you- One person that can bring me to a place of just here and now. And I gave you, look, and I gave you a year that, and so now you know what it looks like. I gave you, I gave you a whole, look at these numbers. I gave you a whole cycle of what it looks like to be present for yourself. So I'm gonna go ahead and move him because you know what this looks like now. Now you got you now you rock out so you can show him what this looks like. And and, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hard road. It's not gonna be easy, but you got every last tool you'll ever need. And you don't know how it's gonna change, and you cannot predict it. Only thing you can do is be in that power. And just and the more you get in that power, the farther the farther away you won't be attached to it, and you can like, just like, be open. Like I feel this in my gut when you're like what we're talking. Yeah, you about, can just like, be I, open. I, I, I feel it. You know what I mean? Because it's just like it's like that. I think it. Thank you, because that is just like. Yeah, you can be. Oh, you, that's where you're trying to find your joy. You trying to there you go. You trying to find your joy in the presence of right now. And that person and, showed and, and, you, he showed you how to do that. But I can't have that attached to him. I got to be able to Right, and that's, so that's why, but look, it's not about, it's not you got to, you on your way to learning that because that's why, yeah. this is, that's why this is where it's at. Yeah, that's why. So that's why you don't have to sit it's there It's already and written. You're right. It's already written. If it's already claimed in the school, so just see right. this, this is happening, right, it's already been written. written. I yeah, put the boots be. on, put the, put the big girl drawers on. Let's do it. And keep it going. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get it because God is as instant as I am so the longer I take with myself the longer I take with this the longer it's gonna be but the longer that the, the my forever right cause this is a forever thing y'all always gonna remember y'all always in relationship this shit never gonna change all the things you asking for you just asking to go higher and it's crazy that you say that that you that you are like that you're able to communicate it to me in that terms that you just said that in because that is so like that resonates to me heavily because literally like today is we were literally holding each other crying for hours about like we have to do this yeah this is transcending that love shit the most, that the world say yeah but it's the most painful thing we have to do literally what we said in the midst of that is like it's crazy though because like I know I'll always love you, you and, and be there for you, and you'll always love me and be there for me. Like our, we're so, like we feel that our soul tie is so strong that it's yeah. like I'm gonna love you in the next life. Oh, you talking? You talking life, to somebody? You talking to somebody life, who's the in the same life. kind of? I'm in the same kind of relationship, and the biggest thing is real. Like we have to cut. Like the more you elevate yourself, you gotta you gotta you know cut these ties from what we think relationships are supposed to be because you're all you're going to be in relationships to the day you die now what you call that is up to you but you're in relationship with everybody you're in relationship yeah. with everything and so the yeah. moment that's where that's where the greatest 
to you practice come in at you start getting grateful for, for, for the for the relationships that you have and the yeah. and wherever they are I'm just grateful that I am in because we all connected but the moment you recognize that we're related yeah. The moment that, because that's 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 that forever feeling that you're feeling. Y'all done tapped into the part that I don't give a fuck what this separation look like. We done committed yeah. on a soul level. Just rest yeah. in that. Yes, yes. Just rest in that. So it doesn't yes. have to look material like you sleeping next to me, you being and that's the that's the part that that that's the part that you have to endure that's, because it's that's only where I've be, always struggled and that's why I've always struggled and that's where I've always avoided enduring. Yeah, you gotta always, endure. That's that's something I said today. I said this is the first time in my life that I'm having a breakup, but I don't have a backup nigga to go to. I can't leave here and go to my side nigga yeah. house or my backup nigga this house. Gonna be a I'm like, I can't, I can't call no nigga like, oh, I need brother with my nigga. Yeah, talk, yeah, because I done iced all I'm of them while I was trying to get myself together and sanctify myself for this one relationship. So I done, I done sanctify myself, clean myself up. The pussy either, ain't even either. all that available. And now. Either I did it or they did it. Remember how I was telling you about the ones who cut the ties for me? Yes. I was like, my backup husband got a fiance now, bitch. Usually, if this was a year ago, I would have been like, You are in like, a real pivotal time. Like, sir, sir, come get me. Come get me. My nigga just left me. I need you to um, meet me. At yeah, I, I need, I need to pop up. I need you to pop me back up. <laughs> I literally would have been like, I'm coming to visit your house tonight. Um, order chance, like, order food. Or like, I can't like, okay, I'm just like, come me on the way. I'm like, this is the yeah, first and that time crunch is gone, right? I'm so literally you, like, I can't do it. So now me and my nigga break it up, and I'm sitting here like, I can't even call this nigga up because I didn't. Yeah, I, I, and, I and didn't and that's when you know. That's no way. Yeah, that's when you know. But that's your, that's your goddess flow, and that's your goddess flow. That's the goddess flow. You in a goddess flow. You in the goddess flow, and and when when you when all of your relationships that that's in the Bible, I'll draw all men unto me, all of them. So this is this is your light, you know. Your light is you, you, you know, and you also have to choose: do I want the light or do I want everything that I decided to that, that I made for myself that I want? Do I want what I prescribe for myself, or do I want do I want what I'm becoming? Because what I'm becoming is going to include all the stuff. See, you're not dreaming big enough. See, what and, and, and we can't help it. We can't help yeah, it because right. as we grow, the dreams get bigger. I'm, so I'm so glad that you're here to like tell me this shit because I'm just like. No, because for real, because I'm yeah, like, you ain't dreaming big enough. You really want a nigga exactly that, that way y'all can take care of y'all families, but still be together. So just ask for that shit, right? Don't try no, to. No, what I really want, I want, to, I want our families to take care of themselves. No, but I'm saying y'all want. No, but I mean y'all want to be able to detach yourself. But and you see that that is a reason why y'all can't. Yeah, yeah. So the words again, like the words and the vibrations. This is where. And every nigga that I've dated has had that same problem. Like like the last three to four niggas. It's been that same running. So then, like, oh right. So then, you the right. one gotta let your family knew. go first because you attracting yeah. yourself, which is you attracting yourself. Yes, hundred percent right. Literally, because that's what my whole book's about. I'm like, you just attracting yourself basically. So fix yourself and then you stop attracting exactly. what you don't like. You just yeah, but so, maybe, so maybe the book needs to be finished. But maybe that's the other thing. Maybe you need to finish the book because you also need to. That's your self talk. All our yeah. books, the books are self talk. So when you're talking yeah. about letting that self talk out. 
and listening and hearing, you already have a platform. And then you're talking about career and all of that. So now this is where you piece together. Okay, so do I finish my self-talk, publish this book? And maybe that is my communication that I can never do because I, we so soul-tied. This is this is my revelation. Yeah. We so soul-tied that we this language that us speak as humans, it fucks shit up when we get together. So I need to be able to be able to express where I am because that's just a part of me. But yeah. I'm present. But yeah. I want to give and honor that part of me. And that's that book. That's that release another self. Yeah, 